Welcome to this week's Railhawk Cast. I am Michael Jones. I'm still here. There are a lot of things to talk about, obviously. The first thing is um, the most recent fixture, which is against the San Antonio Scorpions. Um, San Antonio came into the game with one of the worst records in Nassau. And all week I had been hearing, you know what? Their performance is not indicative of how good their team actually is this season. And, you know, that's the kind of typical thing that you're going to get from players and coaches and staff. They're going to come in at humble because they understand if they get too cocky that there's an opportunity for San Antonio to swoop in and kick you off your high horse. And in a lot of instances, that happens. Teams get a little too cocky. They come to the game feeling um, a bit better than they actually are. And then they get upset. But in this case, I don't think you can make the argument that that this San Antonio team is actually as good as they seem to be. I would actually say they're, they're kind of terrible. And that was indicative of the Railhawks' performance against them last Saturday night. Um, no doubt about it. Yeah, there are so many things. You know... The Railhawks are sitting high at the top of Nassau right now. 11 points out of 5 games, 3 wins, 2 losses. Or, I'm sorry, 3 wins, 2 draws, no losses. Um, the best goal difference in the league, the best points in the league. If they can pull off a win uh, against Atlanta this weekend, I have no doubt that they're going to be sitting high among the league, and they're going to have all of the momentum that you need. Also, that would be pretty damn impressive to go 6 games unbeaten. Uh, now, I'm not saying that Atlanta's going to be sitting back. They've had two kind of ugly losses and two wins, so they're right in the middle of where they would like to be. There's a lot of improvement needed for that team, but the Railhawks in this current form, I think they're going to be very, very hard to beat. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the game. Um, Very good attendance for this game, 6,708 fans. Um, Other than wet butts in the seats and some carry traffic problems, um, it was very good attendance for them. I think it was another um, castle night. Um, a lot of kids in attendance with their parents, of course. But they were in for what would be an excellent, excellent game. Now, the start of this game, very, very sloppy from both teams. I think that's partly impatience. Um, you just kind of want to play. You know, you can only talk so much, but it's just a, ma- a matter of getting out there and actually playing the game that you want to play. And uh, after a while, the teams fell into their rhythm. They went into their natural forms. And for the Railhawks, that was uh, utterly dominating of this very weak San Antonio side. Um, They were passing well. They were getting the ball up on the wings very effectively to shop a line. And and they were getting it to their forwards well. It, it's actually a, it was a surprise to me as a fan sitting in the seats that that wasn't a m- more of a massive blowout than just a five-two victory because early on they're getting their um, they're getting crosses across the face of goal, and in those cases it's just a matter of poor touches and poor finishing. But those chances happen all the time. Um, defensively positioning. There are a number of factors that will cause someone to miss one of those. But uh, I think I can forgive them in these instances because they did convert eventually, and they converted in large numbers. Just looking at the stats and uh, prove it, 
proved this story. Carolina had 18 shots, um, five of which were on goal. San Antonio had eight, four of which were on goal. That's not to say that San Antonio can't attack. Um, they did have some very good chances on the counter when they were coming back a little later on. But overall, this was a fairly dominating performance from the Rail Hawks. Uh, 18, they shared the vast majority of possession in the first half. One of the problems that I did notice was is that after they regained their lead on which was a sort of humiliating goal uh, for San Antonio, it was really a matter of just poor goalkeeping. He let it off in a bad area, way out of position, way out of the box. It was just as easy as a tap-in, honestly, for uh, Shalowski in the 37th minute. But yeah, after that goal, they got in a really weird funk. Um, for some reason enough, their the defense dropped back. That is what allowed, I think, for that first goal. Um, off of what was a weird penalty, um, which I'm still not sure about. I need, I need to look at the game again and uh, go to that minute and try to figure out what why would that call was because I think there is a debate to be had about Danielson's um, penalty in the 20th minute for San Antonio, but um, it was a little deterring for the Real Hawks, actually, after that minute. They slowed down going into halftime, and for me personally, it was slightly unsettling because I, you know, I'm hoping that they're not going to lose the momentum that they were building up in possession and the shots they were taking in the great opportunities that they had to score on goal early on so a little hesitant going into the uh, halfway point especially with Millington getting a yellow card in the 41st minute so not everything was as great as it seemed to be going into halftime although the the start of the match was very very encouraging for the Railhawks um thankfully that <laughs> San Antonio is just a terrible team. It's as easy as that. Um, yeah, it was a matter of just running wild on this team after they finally got their momentum back in the second half. As soon as that third score was, as soon as that third goal um, was scored by Shriver from Deleuze, um, who had another excellent performance. Um, yeah, it was it was hard coming back after that. It was obviously over. There was no way that this team was recovering from the the performance that the Real Hawks were putting in. Um, very dominant in midfield, which is incredibly encouraging. Um, I was very excited personally about the Franks goal in the 13th minute to get things started off because you always like to see your captain score, especially when they're in midfield. Um, a couple other things that I was looking out for personally was how is Hamilton going to come back after um, a very poor performance against Minnesota United the week previous and he did a very well job, uh, a very good job, you know, just looking at him. Um, he was more of a holding defender during most of the game, and I don't know if I want to accredit him to being just a better performer overall um, or to say that San Antonio just wasn't putting the pressure that they needed to be putting on them. And that very well may be the case. I don't think... That I'll have another great opportunity to look at that until Saturday. Um, and Atlanta's still not in the best form that they could be in. I'd really be excited to seeing Hamilton playing another another fixture against Tampa Bay or Minnesota, and I know there will be before the season's over. So those are just a couple of things that I'm excited about seeing uh, from him. I'm still hesitant, but very good performances from him on 
Saturday. The team overall put in a solid work ethic. Um, Fitzgerald was very, very good with his five saves. Um, this team, as I've mentioned before, um, they depend on him a lot. I mean, a team is usually going to depend on their their keeper quite frequently. Um, hopefully not as frequently as you would like. But otherwise, uh, very good performances by him. Um, Shriver was solid as well, who um, had the uh, hat trick. No, he had just two goals in this game. That's right. And Shalowski had two as well. Um, I wouldn't... Let's well, To look at the future, I think that Ackley will be getting more playing time. He did come in as a substitute, but I think that um, they're going to get... I mean, he's obviously very, very talented. And I could see him getting time, especially in the next week, because the Dynamo, the Carolina Dynamo, are coming to uh, Wake Med Soccer Park on Tuesday for the U.S. Open Cup fixture. Um, I want to talk about that in just a little bit. But Shriver, I could obviously see him playing up front uh, again against Atlanta. They're going to want that win because important enough, that is going to seal their place at the top. And I know that people are really worried about um, standings in the first half of the season because of the implications that it has for playoffs and uh, the end of the season. So it's going to be very, very important that they win this game as well. If they really want to submit their place, and I don't think that Colin Clark is worried about it at all. Um, One of the things I found Funny, as uh, Neil Morris requested an interview with the San Antonio Scorpions coach, Tim Hankinson, after their loss. But uh, he was out there real fast. He left for the hotel immediately after the match. And if I was him, I would be in the same boat. I wouldn't want to stay around and talk about how I got my ass kicked by the Railhawks. Um, but yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about um, Martinez, who I was a little surprised in Start right off the get-go. He, um, he was a substitute in the 63rd minute for Millington, who I think may have had the least consistent performance in what was a very informed side. Um, he did have the caution in the 41st minute. Um, I was a little surprised that Martinez didn't start after the uh, excellent performance that he gave in in Minnesota. Um, he was probably my man of the match. He was the reason that they were able to draw that game in Minnesota because he did such an excellent job. Beautiful goal as well. But um, maybe it was a matter of injuries. I'm not really sure of the, the decision from Colin Clark to start Millington over Martinez. It's possible that he wanted to go for a more defensive midfield, which I could completely understand, uh, especially with um, Hamilton not having a great game and needing to own the possession against San Antonio because they were able to attack. And, when and I mean, they're... They can be a dangerous side when they want to be, but their defense is just in shambles right now. Um, thankfully, the Carolina Redhawks didn't have to worry about that too much. And uh, the team in general was very, very solid on Saturday. Now to talk a little bit more about the Carolina Dynamo game and the Atlanta game, which is coming up this weekend. I'm really interested more so in how the Dynamo are going to approach this field Open Cup game. So I'm going to focus on that. We know where Atlanta is. We know that they're in inconsistent form right now with two wins, a draw, and two losses. Um, Their goal difference is terrible. What I'm really interested in is how the uh, team is going to respond to a Carolina Dynamo team that had to fight tooth and nail in order to even get the opportunity to play the Railhawks. 
I unfortunately didn't get the opportunity to see the game. It looked incredibly interesting from what I was seeing come in on Twitter from people that were actually there. But uh, extra time games and penalty kick wins mean that this team is going to come in on Tuesday ready to play. There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to have something to prove. So if I was Colin Clark, if I were these players, and I'm sure that they know this, is that this team is going to be prepared to show that their win on uh, Tuesday wasn't just a fluke, that they are in this to win it. Um, Their odds, of course, of getting anywhere aren't that great. I think, obviously, the Railhawks have the best chance in Nassau. Um, Tampa Bay could also come out swinging as a team to go far into the Open Cup. But, uh, yeah, I just don't I just don't see how the Dynamo can win this game. Um, the Railhawks have been in excellent form. I know I sound like a cocky fan, and I am a little bit, because it's it's kind of hard to trash talk this team when they've been, when they've, you know, 11 points in five games isn't too bad. in what is a very competitive, um, smaller Nassau group right now. So... I'm, you know, I'm a little cautious that this Dynamo team is going to come in with something to prove, but I don't feel too bad. I don't feel too worried that the Railhawks aren't going to know this already. Um, if anything, it, the game on Tuesday that they had was a great opportunity for the Railhawks to scout what this team had to work with, and um, I don't really feel too bad about it. So I'm going to be very excited for Tuesday's U.S. Open Cup match. In all probability, they'll be faced against a um, MLS team when it comes to the second round, and I believe if they were to win on Tuesday night, they would host as well the next Tuesday at Wake Mad Soccer Park against whoever wins the draw that um, that is in their group. So I'm really excited about that game. I'm going to see how they can perform. I doubt uh, Clark is going to start his normal starting 11, especially with the league game just a couple of days earlier that they know is probably more important um they won't be facing a team like uh uh the la galaxy to start off sort of to be expected so i fully expect players like ackley and martinez to start if if martinez is um out of shape or something like that is involving him but i expect a lot of changes obviously to come between saturday's game and tuesday's game i wouldn't be too worried about that if i was a fan um, one of the things that the players have been relishing over the fact is that this team has a lot of depth, and I completely agree because they can bring in guys like Martinez, they can bring in guys like Ackley. The backup uh, keeper is good, to say the least. Um, so there is some depth in this squad, and I think that's one of the reassuring factors that this team needs to remember when they're going up against it. But yeah, otherwise, still in great form. Um yeah, I don't I don't really have any any terrible fears about this next week ahead. It would be important and very necessary for them to get this win. I would be terribly disappointed um if they were to come into Atlanta and have some road bump like this because Atlanta just hasn't been that great of a team this year. It's as easy as that. But we'll see. Um we'll have to wait until Saturday to see those results. As always, you can get involved with the show on Twitter at RailhawkCast, or uh, feel free to email the show. Uh, email me, and I'll be in touch. Uh, RailhawkCast at gmail.com. Um, it's an away game this Saturday, 
So you can stream the game online, of course, carolinarailhawks.com slash live. You can see that game and all of the uh, NASL games that will be happening this weekend. And uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be doing it for the U.S. Open Cup game, but that's going to be back at Wake Mad Soccer Park on Tuesday. Definitely check that out. should be a good time. Tickets are on sale. Season ticket holders, you should have gotten an email recently saying that uh, you can pick up your tickets now or at will call, but they are available for you. I picked up mine a little bit earlier today. But until then, I will see you at the games.